Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verse 1. Who is like the wise man? Who knows the explanation of things? Wisdom brightens a man's face and changes its hard appearance. Uh, my way into this passage, um, uh, I mean, the, this this reminds me a little bit of Paul in 1 Corinthians. So I, I said in Food for Thought, that God shows, this is Paul speaking in 1 Corinthians 1, 27, 31, but God shows what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God shows what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God shows what is low and despised in the world, even things that are not, to bring to nothing things that are, so that no human being might boast in the presence of God. And because of him, you are in Christ Jesus who became to us wisdom from God, righteousness and sanctification and redemption, so that, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boasts in the Lord. I think that actually, yeah, who is the wise man? Um, you mm-hmm. know, I, in my reflection, I went to, uh, you know, basically Solomon you know, asking for wisdom from God, discernment of heart, uh, so that he could rule the people, you know, the, you know, the, the, to be able mm-hmm. to distinguish between right and wrong. But in First Corinthians, uh, you know, it, it's a really interesting passage. I don't know if I can summarize it probably as well as you can, but essentially... If you look at the whole story of Jesus at the end, when he is, you know, about to be crucified, they mock him, they hit him, they torture him. uh, They put a crown of thorns on, they humiliate him. And that's because they thought they had all the answers. Or was it because they were protecting what they had and they didn't want to give it up? I'm not sure. Hmm. But the response to Jesus has been basically the world's response to him, you know, as as the world, uh, more or less the same, uh, you know, over the centuries. And the church, you know, know, has to steadfastly stand its ground uh, for those who would mock or, or crucify Christ, but again and again and again. As you were describing that, I was picturing the the looks on people's faces when they were crucifying him. And the reason I was picturing that is because of what it says right here in Ecclesiastes, where it says, wisdom brightens a man's face and changes its hard appearance. Isn't that interesting? Wisdom brightens a man's face and changes its hard appearance. You know, we talk sometimes about the difference between information and uh, wisdom. You know, you can have all the information in the world and and um, be kind of a jerk. You know, you're not going to have a very bright, light, pleasant face. But with wisdom, the wisdom of God, it's just curious to me. It brightens a man's face. It brings a contentment, maybe. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just kind of, I'm trying to behold the picture here in the middle of this scripture. You know, I love to do that. Why does, why does Solomon want us to picture a, a man's face brightened? by wisdom, you know, as opposed to 
you know, a consternation face or an arrogant face or a worried face. You can have lots of information and still be worried. You can have self-righteousness and have um, a look of like scolding pursed lips. But wisdom, godly wisdom, brightens a man's face. I, I think it, I think that's peace, right? Peace actually can brighten one's face and, and bring us to a place of, of a more pleasant outlook. Only godly wisdom could really bring that, knowing that God's in charge and I'm not. And that it's kind of the, the um, fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Knowing that might make my face a little a little brighter. Um, anyway, I'm just trying to focus on the the image here that Scripture wants us to see. Well, in in one of the Psalms, I think it's one eleven or one ten. Um, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Mm-hmm. The fear of the Lord. So, uh, in one's definition of self, the Lord, uh, God, the Creator of all things, Jesus Christ, His only Son, and the Holy Spirit have to be part of the composition of who we are if we're to have any brightness in our face. Uh, If we don't have that brightness, if we don't have the Lord, if we don't have the Holy Spirit, if we don't have God, uh, then we are um, basically walking dead people. What do they call that uh, in the movies? Um, Zombies. Zombies. I mean, we're a form of zombie because... Uh, yes, we have a heart and we have blood running through us, but uh, something that brightens one's face. And, and I mean, this is a metaphor. It's, it's, it's talking mm-hmm. in the spirit, yeah. in the language of the spirit of God. It's it, a physical reaction to a spiritual reality. And that is totally possible. In other yeah. words, Good. uh, Wellness in a human being has a lot to do with the spiritual health of the person. That's my theory. I might be wrong. I have no idea. I'm not a doctor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But in my own life, I would say that I am spiritually healthy compared to what I once was. Mm -hmm. And I think that the, you know, just working on something like this has has Mm -hmm. a great, it brings me a great joy. Mm-hmm. Um, in my living, uh, it, it it changes everything, and one of the things that changes is fear. Mm. I am less fearful than I was, mm. you know, ten years ago. Mm. Uh, I'm less afraid of death than I was uh, when I was younger. Mm. Um, all these fear, I'm the fear of the dark, fear of this, fear of that. All these fears that actually constrict us. And yeah. not allow brightness to you know shine forth. There, there are two quotes in two Corinthians four that I really think deal with this sense of brightness, and it goes uh, they go like this. This is in the fourth chapter of two Corinthians, and even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. In their case, the God of the world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. And then another sentence along, for God who said, let light shine out of darkness has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So I think that's what I'm trying to get across is that um, when you accept Jesus Christ, when you accept the Holy Spirit, that that lightness of being and that light actually starts shining 
maybe haltingly at mm. first, but starts shining in your own life and you start mm. being that it reflects off of other people and, and, mm-hmm. and all kinds of good things happen in a congregation, in a group of people. And I think the word that I keep on coming back to is there's a sense of joy when this mm. happens. I love that. 